Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Baltimore is listening. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Here's Max and Steven. Welcome, everyone, to Understanding CBD. This is episode 40, and we're live here in the studio today, November 29th, like we are each and every Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern on WCBM AM 680. I am Stephen Wallman. I am Max Sobel. And we are co-founders of Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. And together, we are on a mission to be your reliable source, not only for the best hemp products, but also the most reliable information on, in, and around the cannabis plant, the endocannabinoid system, all this to keep you well. Isn't that right, Max? That's right. So before we get started, I'd like to mention this information discussed on the program is for general educational purposes only. This information is not intended to provide professional, medical, or legal advice. Right? Right. Would you? Nope. All right. So important phone numbers for you to know today. To call us at the station and participate in this show, because it is an open uh, call show, we're happy to take calls, 410-922-6680 if you're listening live. After that, the best way to get Max and I is our phone number, which is 443-743-2444. And you can text that phone number. You can call that phone number. It has voicemail services. We both get notified you only speak to Max or I, and uh, it's a 24-hour phone line, so call any time. That's right. Call right? any time. Um, that's really the only rule. We're happy to hear from you. So, Max, you know, when I was thinking about our guest today, mm-hmm. I, um, I can't help but think of how many people may underestimate her. Yeah. You know, she's got just such a sweet voice. Um, she's very humble. Uh, but don't let that fool you, you know. She comes, uh, she's come a long way to get here to the University of Maryland and uh, School of Pharmacology. She's bringing with us a topic that we have never really discussed on the show. It may have been mentioned, uh, but it really hasn't been discussed. And it's a topic that uh, most people shy away from, you know? Absolutely. Um, And that is uh, suppositories. We're going to dig into that later. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that is uh, exciting. So you're definitely going to want to listen to what she has to say. There's some, uh, apparently, some special use cases for this method of application of cannabis. And um, 
really going to be great to talk about. I like how you tied in her sweet voice with the song Sweet Emotion. Very nice choice. It was actually on my short list, too. For those that don't know, you didn't even mention it. Aerosmith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great, great band. Great yes. song. Well, and thank you for that, because I was just actually going to mention that uh -huh. song was um, Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. And uh, Steven Tyler actually wrote that song about uh, Joe Perry's wife because she was sort of throwing shade and there was always this tension between the two. And, he, you know, it was his sort of message like no haters are going to stop me from doing what I need to do. And that is really what inspired um, you know, me to choose this song was a lot about what our guest is going to bring today. Great choice. Um, thank you, Max. I appreciate that. Um, and also, uh, you're not going to want to miss that conversation. But And then, of course, we also have Doc G in Doc G's Corner today. Um, with him, we'll get an update uh, on COVID-19 and then some also information uh, that you don't want to miss. Uh, we also will then finish off this episode with everyone's favorite segment, known as... Mail sack. Mail sack. <laughs> I don't have it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. No, it's fine. It's prob it's it's no problem. It's my fault because when you talk in my ear, I sort of repeat it. It's one of those uh, I almost re repeated not it. professional things that you know uh, that slip out here every once in a while mm -hmm. um, as we do this fun radio show. But um, you know we're going to uh, now kick it off the episode. And I'm really excited. And before we get into some some real topics we want to talk about, um, one thing, Max, we haven't talked about in a while is our dogs on the show, and we get mm -hmm. some people that ask about um, dogs and what to do. Um, you know, we haven't actually caught up on Reggie and and, and your uh, Reggie and Rufus. They've been getting along a lot better. Yep. How's the CBD regimen going with them? It's great. So Rufus is still on his regimen. He still gets a couple drops before we leave the house, and that helps with his uh, um, separation anxiety. But Reggie's about eight months now, um, and uh, what we have found is that he's a lot calmer, a little bit more, um, I think, open to learning commands and being trained. Um, that's the biggest thing that we've noticed so far, and we give him about a drop a day um, right in his mouth, you know, and yeah, he seems to love you, it. Because you used to do it on Rufus's treat, but Reggie, yeah. what does he like? Does well, he... yeah, Reggie likes it right in his mouth. He likes a drop right in his mouth. He loves the taste of it. He does the whole, you know, lick the nose thing, as, as Shih Tzu's <laughs> are known to do. Um, actually, Rufus is upgraded, too, although we still put it on the treat for him every once in a while. He actually will take it in the mouth now, too. Maybe he learned from his new little brother. Who knows? Well, you know, and a lot of people do caution uh, older pet owners of getting a newer pet. Pet. And I know you guys were concerned about it at the beginning. What have you seen with Rufus since you brought Reggie in? You know, my wife is a believer in, um, uh, let's call it... Uh additional information let's just call it like that so at one point there was a pet psychic that actually came into our house believe it or not um, and um, I, she wasn't there for the purposes of being a pet psychic but she happened to also be a pet psychic and she said at the time because we were thinking about getting Rufus a little brother and she said at the time that whatever you do make sure it's a younger boy for whatever reason mm -hmm. right I could you know guess all the reasons but that's that's uh, that's the advice that we were given so we kind of went with it and you know in the beginning it's a natural transition you know Rufus doesn't know what's going on he's going from being a lo an only child to a uh, you know a mm -hmm. sibling now and now they play together and I think he irritates him as much as he enjoys <laughs> him but you know uh, it is what it is that's yeah. great yeah, yeah I saw some videos of them they're absolutely adorable thank you um, great so um, let's kick this episode off and, and there's really something exciting that um, we, we need to talk about because for the first time ever the House of Representatives is going to vote this week on ending prohibition on marijuana. Um, there's a HR Bill 3884. Now, even though our product is not extracted from marijuana, we, we um, harvest and grow and cultivate the hemp product, which is the non-intoxicating part of the cannabis plant. 
um, it's it's the same industry, and um, it's really important to a lot of things that we care about. But um, Max, what exactly is happening this week, and why should we care? Great, I'm glad we brought this up. So, as you said, we've spent 39 weeks here educating, hopefully, the listening public that all this stuff comes from the cannabis plant. So, marijuana is the version of the cannabis plant that has higher THC, a little bit more psychoactive, intoxicating, and then of course there's hemp, and hemp is what what our product is extracted from that has less intoxicating uh, effects and um, more of the the CBD and other cannabinoids. Having said that, we're obviously proponents of the cannabis industry because it's all about the cannabis plant. So the big news is Friday, House leadership, and this is off of the normal website for those interested, House leadership announces vote on more act and marijuana prohibition uh, will take place next week. So this was posted Friday, and apparently it's happening this week. So I'll read you some, some snippets here. So House leadership today posted notice for congressional consideration of the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement, or more Act, H.R. 3884, which ends the federal prohibition of cannabis. The more Act is scheduled for a full lower vote next week. This is a really big deal, actually, and um, it's the first time that it's happened. And here's another. The floor vote represents the first congressional roll call over on the question of ending, ending federal marijuana criminalization. And this was said by normal political director Justin Streckall. Streckall, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, it's, it's a big deal. It's something that we should really pay attention to, and I know that the listening audience is likely curious about, as are most people. I'll give you a couple bit, a couple more tidbits of information here. The MORE Act ends the federal prohibition and criminalization of marijuana by descheduling it from the Controlled Substances Act, thus providing individual states with the authority to be the primary arbiters of cannabis policy. Um, a couple of other things that are in this act that you know are probably uh, less visible but are still important is this is facilitating the expungement of low-level federal marijuana convictions and incentivizing state and local governments to take similar actions. It's also creating pathways for ownership opportunities in the emerging regulated industry for local and diversely reflective entrepreneurs through the Small Business Administration grant eligibility. It's also allowing, and this will this will ring true for a lot of our veteran friends, allowing veterans for the first time to obtain medical cannabis recommendations from their VA doctors. It's also removing the threat of deportation for immigrants accused of minor marijuana infractions or who are gainfully employed in the state in the state legal cannabis industry. And then finally, finally, it's providing critical reinvestment grant opportunities for communities that have suffered disproportionate rates of marijuana-related enforcement actions. And I'll just say one last thing. Regardless of your political belief or where you stand on the spectrum, just understand that this is important for everybody for this amazing plan. Yeah. Thank you, Max. I appreciate the report. And, and those who don't know, 68% of people are for this. Yes. So 68%, it's, it's, it's a, a considerable amount. Let's get, let's get something done. Government, please, for the people and our veterans. It's political. It's politics agnostic. Let's get it done. Right. So we're getting ready to go to a break. And before we do, I wanted to mention a huge contest that we have going on. And that is uh, all you have to do is sign up on understandingcbd.com with your email address for our newsletter. Uh, You'll get regular updates, information from the show, from our blogs that get posted. And there's a huge prize, which we're going to be able to talk about. It's uh, actually right now it's growing. Uh, From Max and Stevens, you will get... A, uh, we're throwing this into, uh, gift into the prize pack, a one-year subscription to our CBD Drops product. That's right. Once every month, you'll get a bottle, a fresh bottle of wow. Max and Stevens CBD. That's right. Uh, we'll also throw in some swag and a hat and so forth, and uh, we're really excited. So for uh, everyone that's uh, with us, we appreciate it. Stay with us. 
as we come back, Max. When we come back, we've got Kate Orman joining us. This is a student at the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy and a real sweetheart. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Steven on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. The stars at night are big and bright. Where does that happen, Ray? Deep in the heart of Texas. The prairie sky is wide and high. What's that place now? Deep in the heart of Texas. The sage in bloom is like perfume. Uh, What's that place again, please? Deep in the heart of Texas. Reminds me of. are you talking about Deep in the heart of and that's exactly where our guest vibrant young woman uh, originally from deep in the heart of Texas actually and that's why we chose that song I'd like to uh, thank the listeners for tuning in this is understanding CBD with Max and Steven just a quick phone number if you'd like to call us during the next uh, 45 minutes or so the number here at the studio is 410-922-6680 and thank you for being with us. And now I'd like to welcome our guest, Kate Orman. Kate Orman comes up in conversations whenever we're talking about the local cannabis community. And it's interesting the way that we actually met her. But she is currently a student at the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy, um, has a lot of background in cannabis work, and she's actually on the path to a Master's of Cannabis Science and Therapeutics. Um, she currently uh, is employed at a dispensary. I believe she's a supervisor, but she'll be clear about that. And I know that she's got a lot of great background, especially uh, where she came from, why she's doing this, and why she's here with us today. So with that uh, intro, I hope I, I did you justice there, Kate. So, Kate, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. That's great, Kate. Do us a favor and let us and the studio audience know a little bit about your background, where you came from, how did you end up in Baltimore, and some of the interesting tidbits we talked about on the phone, please. For sure. Um, So I guess I'll start with uh, kind of, you know, what I did in college, because I feel like every time I introduce myself now, that's kind of one of the first things everyone wants to know is like, so you have a degree in chicken. That's kind of unusual. Um, and certainly it is. It definitely stood uh, out when I first uh, met you, Caitlin. Thanks and welcome to the show. Chicken degree, tell us. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I went to Texas A&M University, Gigum, go Aggies. Um, kind of started out pre-vet, pre-med, um, and that sort of just led me to poultry science. I uh, it was kind of like, oh, for pre-vet, you can basically either do like a biomedical science type degree or study animal science and look at cows. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. 
And then kind of within that, I found this weird kind of sub thing, um, which was poultry science. And it's actually its own major. So I ended up studying chickens for four years. Well, that's big uh, in Texas, too. When you went through that major, what were your parents feeling at that point? Were they proud of you? Was this like, why are you doing chickens? Let everyone know. You know, we're in Maryland. A lot of our listeners, especially our live listeners in Baltimore, I, I mean, there's a lot of farming in Baltimore. Were your parents proud? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like they were very supportive of that. Um, just because, you know, I was going to a really good school. I was doing science at the time. I was looking at trying to be a poultry veterinarian, actually. Huh. Um, but I went and I shadowed some vets that. Uh, basically specialized in poultry and just kind of realized it wasn't exactly the field for me. Um, I did a little bit of undergraduate research for one of my professors as well, um, which was really, really cool. I, uh, at the time, was kind of thinking about getting like a doctorate in poultry science and being a professor and doing poultry research, but chickens just didn't exactly feel like my calling, I guess. Um, You got chicken. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was delicious. It was, you know, interesting, but just couldn't really see myself, I guess, on a chicken farm. So yeah, what grabbed your attention? What, what was that exciting that would take you off the exciting life of a chicken uh, farmer and a, and a poultry producer? What made you chicken Poultry out? science. <laughs> what, what, what made you change? Um, I mean, I guess it was just really kind of shadowing some folks, realizing that wasn't where my path was going and I kind of just decided I didn't want to do the med school thing and honestly I had a few years where I kind of did the whole quit college and you know smoke some weed type of thing and at that point my family maybe wasn't super happy with me because it was like you know you've always been this brilliant straight-a student on this like perfect path and and then you drop yeah, out and smoke doing? weed how is that and they they they, <laughs> they, they were uh, yeah. disappointed I would imagine at that point that was probably not a uh, popular option I chose. Right. So but. this is it. This is really the exciting. This is where things, and I think people, when you get to that point, I mean, that I would say, and I don't. You tell us that was probably not the the best time in your life when you were, um, you know, parent, not in line with what your parents were uh, expecting, right? For sure. I mean, it was a weird kind of few years, but you know, it all actually kind of came together in the end. Yeah, but that's the coolest doing, thing. Yeah. For sure. What I ended up doing was getting into the restaurant industry for a few years, which I loved and I did really well there. And that kind of helped me gain, you know, like customer service experience and all of that good jam, which actually has ultimately helped me out in the cannabis industry as well. And how did you how did you pivot to cannabis? How did you pivot to cannabis as a professional career? That was kind of luck. It was something I wanted. I graduated uh, school finally. I basically just kind of decided to go back, finish my degree, and see what I could do with it. But then I was kind of lost, and I graduated right around the time Hurricane Harvey hit. So that, like, rolled through and wiped out my hometown. Um, Oh, no. The week I graduated, basically, almost. I guess a couple weeks after. Well, that can make you reevaluate things. And just for the listeners and people just tuning in, we're with Caitlin Orman. Uh, She's currently a student at uh, University of Maryland School, uh, a graduate student at School of Pharmacology with a a focus on 
uh, the cannabis plant. And that's actually something we want to get to. Um, one of the, th the things that I loved about our conversation also was um, something that people don't talk about often, and it really needs to, um, we really need to help that conversation. And, it, and it's around certain use cases for suppositories. And I know that the um, availability of it isn't there, but can you shed some light on the cases, you know, who can benefit most from cannabis suppositories, and, and what are some of the numbers and stats around that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's something I got really interested in once I got out here. Um, I was doing some R&D, started kind of looking at suppositories, and they really um, have a fantastic use for kind of a small subset of the population. They have a much higher bioavailability than other forms, so they're like 75 to 80%. Um, versus like patients only get maybe around 15 to 20% when they smoke or 25 to 30% when they ingest cannabinoids. Well, wow, so, so it's suppositories. A... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, so I was just uh, clarifying that that to, to make sure I heard you right, but it's a more efficient absorption of cannabis through the body than smoking because I always thought that through the lungs was really the best way. So through the lungs is going to hit you the fastest um, just because it's a very direct route but you don't necessarily get the most out of your molecules. Hmm, interesting, interesting. And, and so, Kate, your research around the uh, the suppository, you were at a conference or you're scheduled to be at a conference, and that, that was the catalyst here? Um, well, actually, I had done some research into it before that, just kind of when I was working in cannabis R&D, and then I actually gave a presentation on it, I guess, in the summer of 2018 at, like, a local cannabis gathering um, mm -hmm. type group. Uh, so that kind of started my interest. But then from there, people just really responded and kept kind of hitting me back and asking me questions. And my friends that were bud tenders asked for, you know, some of my recipes and they actually helped patients. And, and so for know, the, this is for actually at this point helped real life people. Um, for those in the listening audience ways. that don't know what a bud tender is, uh, a bud tender is a person that you would encounter at a dispensary that would be able to basically talk you through some of your needs. Kate, question about the suppositories, because I know it's on the minds of a lot of our listeners here. What type of conditions, what type of issues would you be dealing with where a suppository would be an option? So, like, it would be really fantastic if you have, like, stomach issues of any kind. Obviously, any sort of, um, you know, like, uh, gastrointestinal or rectal cancers or, you know, any issues like that because there would be some localized effects. But it is going to have, um, you know, some effects throughout the body as well. Like I said, it is going to have that fantastic absorption, but it'll still bypass the liver, um, so you won't get that high feeling. So hmm. it's really great for patients that are looking basically for, you know, pain relief or trying to, you know, fight cancer or something very serious, and they need a very, very high dose of cannabis. Like some treatment protocols I've seen will call for patients taking you know, it's the range of Rick Simpson oil, which is very, very concentrated um, oil within a day, which anyone who's tried to take that knows that it'll make you just unable to function if you ingest that much. Right. Actually, um, I so just got a message, and, and, and not to interrupt, but right on, on this uh, topic, um, and we, Max, we get this question a lot, and it's not something Max and I are experts on, but for women's menstrual, menstrual cramps, 
Um, is it something that can be used there? I mean, most we've talked about um, uh, stomach issues, but w- w- what's your take on that? Oh, for sure. Um, I like to talk about the rectal suppositories because I feel like they're discussed less often, but definitely um, the menstrual cramp was issue was actually kind of what attracted my attention to the research. I've actually used kind of my own homemade concoctions for years because I have always had horrible cramps. And in college, when I was hanging out smoking weed, I learned that I could mix um, cannabis with coconut oil and I could use an infused coconut oil and I could find some relief with that. And that kind of led me to, you know, do some more research and look into it. Um, which actually women can very easily make their own infused coconut oil and coat tampons in it. Um, I would highly recommend that. It will work really well. well if people you can, have access uh, to something like an RSO or a tincture, you could put that on the end as well. That's great. And people can follow up with you after that. We'll get to um, how to connect with you. But I wanted to ask you, because um, I'm fascinated this, in, in Maryland, the program you're in is a very unique program on cannabis sciences, And um, how long have you been enrolled in that program? So this is my first semester. All right. Um, All right. Nice. Nice. I started in August. So it's finishing up here. This is a stressful time for you, no? Uh, Yeah. It's been a little (laughs) bit of a rough semester for sure. Cool. I've also been working full time and moving and had a bunch going on. Exciting. Uh, Well, I'm curious, what, um, what topics are you discussing and anything you can share? Yeah, so my first course was really neat. It was basically about kind of like the laws and the legality behind cannabis and just kind of really diving into like all the politics of the last, you know, 70 years, 80 years worth of drug war, even further back than that, really. Um, Just looking at, you know, how we got to where we are with our current drug policies and why certain things happened the way they did and, you know, what the science is behind that. And learning that just really um, definitely makes you realize how wild it is that we have this plant that's been, you know, illegal for basically 70 years, but we've known almost all this time that it has this incredible medical potential. And now, that's... you know, we've discovered basically this whole endocannabinoid system, and it's just like, wow. How are the folks feeling now, right? You're in, you're in a graduate program, uh, cannabis. Uh, what's the what's the vibe now? Oh, I mean, definitely. They have been very supportive since I've come out here. Um, I kind of joked when I got my first actual job in the industry, I expected my family to be kind of horrified and they were horrified I smoked, but they weren't horrified I wanted to work in a cannabis lab, weirdly enough. Um, nice. So it, we've kind of come to a good place now. I feel like, you know, this is a career, and they can see how hard I'm working. And, you know, it's a tough industry, but I've really been out here kind of digging my heels in and trying to make it work. And That's great. Like and you are a hard worker. Job. You're inspirational. We appreciate you coming on the show. Kate, how can people follow up with you if they're interested in connecting with you? So definitely check out my Instagram page. It's Cannabis Kate, but it's Cannabis spelled out, and then the letter C, and then the number 8. There you go. Connect with Cannabis Kate. That's Caitlin Norman. She's been a great guest. When we come back, right after the short break, Doc G's coming, baby. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. The stars at night 
a big and bright. Where does that happen, Ray? Deep in the heart of Texas. And now more of Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Understanding CBD, as we are here every Sunday on WCBM from 2 to 3. Right now, we are honored and extremely grateful to welcome in our own Top Gun, Dr. Ben Gonzalez. Thank you. Medical Director at Atlantis Medical Wellness Center in Silver Spring, Maryland. Doc G, what do you got for us this week? Good Sunday to you. Good Sunday. It is. It's a beautiful weather out today. Can you believe it? Still November, and you got this nice, sunny, almost 60-degree weather. Well, Lovely. you know, this morning at uh, 6.30 when I wake up, it was about 27 or 30 degrees. I think it was a little colder this yeah, morning, but, yeah. you know, I'm with you. <laughs> Forget that. What do you got for us this week, Doc? <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. I am Dr. Ben Gonzalez, and this is Dr. G's Corner. Well, through the progression of understanding CBD use in the medical setting, has been a slow process over the decades. And recently, it is becoming more clear that an appropriately sourced CBD oil has implications for treatment and immune responses of the body. Our immune system and how our bodies react to different types of infections is complicated. And otherwise, an otherwise healthy individual will recover easily from basic cold, while someone with underlying medical issues, recognized or not, they have a tough time recovering. Aging plays a role as well, and anyone, healthy or not, may have a triggering of, of, of their immune system causing long-term autoimmune and other health issues such as chronic fatigue, memory lapses, digestive problems, headaches, and erratic heart rates. Many experts treating COVID patients are concerned that this autoimmune phenomenon will be a significant issue in the future, even those with minimum and mild symptoms Because the SARS-CoV-2 virus causing COVID-19 symptoms is so new, we we do not have a full understanding of its long-term effects. What is known is that COVID infections, no matter the death rate or severity of symptoms, does cause a hyperimmune response in the body that can have long-term autoimmune effects. So what can you do about this? First is understanding that the best cure for any disease is the prevention of that disease in the first place. So, washing your hands frequently, maintaining social distancing are two very simple preventative measures. As with any virus, from the simple cold virus to the more complicated infections of influenza and COVID, it is not always possible to prevent. So the second best thing to understand is to maximize your health now. As I tell all my patients, injury and disease is not 100% preventable, however, you have 100% control of your health habits. So doing healthy things consistently can maximize your recovery from injury and infections, keeping a healthy weight, eating more plants than meat, staying hydrated with water, staying active, and, and getting quality sleep are some of the basics of health maintenance in response to injury and illness. The number one factor in severity of COVID illness is obesity. The individual or be the individual who is losing weight rather than gaining weight during these COVID restriction times. 
Though CBD has been around for decades, it's not until recently that the medical community has taken notice that a properly sourced CBD can be useful in not only improving overall health, but treating infectious diseases, including COVID infections. More and more studies are coming out showing that CBD can be effective in both the prevention and the treatment of many infections, including COVID-19. One such review study that that came out of the Basic Sciences Department at Mississippi State University earlier this year provided a summary of the effects of CBD on the immune system and autoimmune issues. The conclusion was an overwhelming support for the use of CBD for autoimmune suppression and as a powerful anti-inflammatory treatment therapy. So for more information about the medical use of CBD oil and its use as an anti-inflammatory treatment agent for medical issues, you can message me directly on Instagram at bengonzalez underscore MD. That's B-E-N-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z underscore MD. You can also call the clinic to set up an initial telephone consultation with me at 301-622-2722. Well, gentlemen, I hope that helps. Hey, Doc G, little birdie told me you've got a prize that you're going to be adding for our big contest giveaway. Oh, yeah. Yep, I am. I will contribute to um, to actually the, a health evaluation, a metabolic and health evaluation um, uh, is part of this giveaway. That's tremendous, Doc. We appreciate it, and thank you so much. That was Dr. Ben Gonzalez, Medical Director of Atlantis Medical Wellness Center in Silver Spring. And then... Stephen loves when I say this. Right after the hop, our favorite segment. You all mail know it. Sack. Yes. Thank you, Noah. Nice, nice. And um, and in mail sack, we have uh, an opportunity to fill in the rest of the details of this contest. And right. Doc G, thank you for making a contribution. Um, he's going to add that consultation as well as um, some vitamins and supplements. So those are all things to help with the immune system. And we love you for uh, listening. So please uh, sign up on understandingcbd.com with your email address. And now more of Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And welcome back, everybody. Our final segment here. It's called Mail Sack. Yes. Thank you, You've got mail. We are yours. Signed and sealed and delivered. Mail Sack is the segment, and uh, this is the opportunity of the show where Stephen and I actually like to talk about our company. Um, so... The first thing that we have that we wanted to talk about and bring up is, I believe Stephen's dentist is a fan of our product. So would you like to elaborate, Yes, yeah, a, a dentist a customer of ours had a, a question because, um, you know, he has people that come into his chair all the time with pain, you know, and tooth pain is debilitating if anyone has experienced it, unfortunately. Um, but the uh, interesting question, uh, Stephen, a patient just asked about CBD oil. Is there any information about your product being rubbed on the tooth or gum if someone has a toothache? Oh, like Ambisol. Yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. Have you had a toothache before? Mm-hmm. Have you used Ambisol? I have used Ambisol, and actually I have now started using our CBD product on there as well. Huh. 
Yeah, so I you haven't have had that many. Experience I have, and I haven't had that many toothaches, but I do recall one time, and I do recall that it did work for me. Oh, but I'm biased. That's interesting. Yeah, of course we are. And, you know, we have anecdotal information on personal stories like that with uh, the product helping to relieve pain, pain from just to- tooth and gum. Um, people even use it for, uh, what is that, uh, Lockjaw or TMJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, people use it uh, to put inside their mouth there. But there's some important things we wanted to mention here, and um, all the dentists would, would appreciate this as well, because for mouth pain, uh, cannabis can be different because smoking cannabis uh, typically has a negative effect on dental health. Huh. So the way you use the cannabis is important. Um, vaping um, is also, most people are afraid to comment on that at all at this point, um, but our CBD drops can be applied directly to the area in question, like Max mentioned, if it's a toothache or a gum ache, uh, put it right on the spot as well as a sublingual application, which gets in your system pretty quickly, and that can help with, you know, calming down and helping with sleep when, uh, you know, you're, you're dealing with that inflammation and pain. And, um, of course, you can also ingest it and uh, use it as a capsule or mix it with some sort of fatty food. In our household, we just reach for it any time that we would otherwise reach for something else in the place of an Ambisol, rubbing it on our gums, or in the place of a Tylenol, using it for something like a headache. So if in our house, that's how we do it. I mean, imagine you use it similarly. So the next um, mail sack that we got this week is from a customer of ours. His name is Dale, and he reached out via email, so I will read that to you. Hello, Max and Stevens. Yes, my drops seem to be helping. They take the edge off of my anxiety, and I am not as uptight or grumpy as I was. Joint pain is a little better. I will keep in touch and let you know how it goes. I also have Dupuytren's contractor, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, in my hands and have had surgery in my left hand to remove cords and straighten it out. The condition is also called Viking hand or bagpiper's curse and is hereditary. I also do a lot of needlework and knitting and always seem to be at the keyboard lately, as we all are. I rub the drops into my hand and it feels instantly better. New cords are always trying to form. The condition has a life of its own. Thank you so much and I'll keep in touch. I appreciate the email, Dale. This is the type of thing that we look for. Um, You can use our product sublingually under your tongue. You can also use it topically on your skin. You can also mix it with fatty foods, as Stephen mentioned. And uh, we like to follow up with some emails to see how our customers are doing. Dale ordered at some point. This was a follow-up, and we always request feedback, and this was his feedback to us. So we appreciate that very much, Dale. Um, Now, on the topic of headaches, Stephen, I believe you got reached out by a woman named Sarah. Right. Yeah, actually, a call. Uh, Sarah met us, I mean, about a year ago, maybe at one of the pop-up events we did locally in town. And she had a bottle sitting around. She was curious if it was was still okay to use uh, for headaches, and it was. It, it stimulated a, a good conversation because uh, our technically our product is good for over a year. The shelf life is it's stable, but once you open a bottle, so when it's produced, it, ours is produced in one of those clean rooms. So, um, you know, they, they me- measure every particle in the air. Uh, when you open the bottle in your house, it then is exposed to, or wherever you open it, to a lot of other uh, foreign contaminants. So putting that in the bottle, sealing it, letting it sit there for six months, I don't know, you may culture something, I don't know. That was my concern about it. Um, but after that, um, we actually discussed on how to use it for headaches. We have some articles on Understanding CBD. If you go to understandingcbd.com and type in headaches, You'll see a list, some some episodes we talked about, and some blog articles. But essentially, it's the same thing we've always mentioned. You can put a few drops underneath your tongue, directly, exactly on uh, the area of the head uh, that may may be injured. Um, so the best thing to do is go to maxandstevens.com and uh, go ahead and get yourself a bottle, place an order. We don't charge you for shipping, 
Um, it's free. It's pretty quickly as long as, you know, holidays have delayed the post office. So you, we've seen you have to be a little patient for that. And just make sure you use it. Um, it's an agricultural product. So if you're not going to use it and you're just going to let it sit, I mean, there's a chance, you know, it might not be as potent or as effective. But if you are going to if you are going to pick it up, make sure that you use it and make sure that you stay consistent with it. Real quick on the contest details that we didn't have a chance to mention earlier. The way to enter our big giveaway is to join our Facebook group on uh, on our, our Understanding CBD by Max and Stevens group on Facebook. Post a picture of that radio that we mentioned to you last week or a video of you listening to our show. Also, go to understandingcbd.com and subscribe to our newsletter there at the bottom of that website. Um, in addition to that, really reach out to us and let us know how you want to be a part of this contest because it will be enormous. As always, all of our podcasts are available on all the different podcast services. Our website is www.understandingcbd.com. We will be at the Farmer's Market. You want to mention quickly, Stephen, for the next three weeks? Three more weeks. Three we more got, weeks. We got to the 15th, so stop on out. Um, we'll have the same live demo of our batch and answering questions. And don't forget to get in touch with us. Our number is 443 443- Call or text us. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you on episode 41. Thank you all.